let's put it this way if you're pushed into an uncomfortable position where you must either offend the Wookiee or offend the Ewok which one do you offend well with the Wookiee it would be real quick and it'd be over fast with an Ewok I feel like um, they would be grabbing at things that were lower and it could be more prolonged and painful Oh, that's a good point. Uh, rip, I hadn't ripping thought about my that. balls off or something like that. It isn't going to kill me, but it is going to hurt a whole lot. Can you imagine? And make me Wick- bleed. Can you imagine Wicket with those big chiclet teeth of him of his just Oof. biting into your sack, or or even like the meaty inside of my thigh? Yeah, you know. Oh, that would be that would be terrible, dude. I don't know. I think I'd rather fuck with a Wookie, to be honest with you. I think either way, I'm probably not going to get out alive, so I might as well, you know, take the shorter route. Probably not, yeah, yeah. If you had to have sex with one of those two, which would you do? Oh, definitely a Wookiee, because I could spin him around, you know, and uh, flip him around and everything like that. If I'm, that was what I was into. <laughs> what do you mean you could flip him around? That doesn't make any sense. You know, I could take him and very easily handle them and go from, like, eating some some Ewok ass, then flip him around and be fucking them, and then go back to eating their ass oh. and turn well, you them around said- so they're facing me. Did I say Wookiee? You said Wookiee, yeah. Oh, I meant Ewok. I, I totally confused. meant. I totally meant Ewok. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do Wookies have some flipping ability? And I'm now that I just of? gave that horribly graphic depiction of why I chose that, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm apparently into uh, into little people as well. I just I don't talk about it very much. That's all right. You're Just the hole. Kidding. You're the hole inside a cock. <laughs> I'm a piss hole. <laughs> yeah, you're a piss hole. Sweet. I'm the urethra. Everything important passes through me. Whether it's urine or jizz or blood. And when Hopefully I get not clo- blood. <laughs> yeah, when I get clogged, things are gonna get bad for you. Oh, it's your urethra. Urethra Franklin. <laughs> Urethra Franklin. <laughs> That's terrible. That's a great drag name. <laughs> Here you she is, ladies and gentlemen. Put your hands together for Urethra Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope somebody uses that. I really do. <laughs> Urethra Franklin. Just I won't even us... ask for any credit for that one. For yeah, or you either. That's just fucking. That's, that's gonna that's... be. Cr- yeah, that's an open Creative Commons right there. <laughs> I would agree. I always think of the name Kathleen mm-hmm. as sounding like a vacuum cleaner, like <laughs> Kathleen. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Every time I hear the name Kathleen, I picture a vacuum cleaner just (laughs) over a fucking rug. And it's not because I think that a woman named Kathleen is vacuuming, but because she is the vacuum. Oh, my goodness. I I don't even know what to make of that. Like, I respect what you're saying, but I can't make that connection. (laughs) God, that is so strange to me. <laughs> now, next time I vacuum my floor, I'm going to be like, Kathleen. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that to myself. Oh my Thank God. you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Is is it wrong that I hope when I go places that they fuck up my order so that they'll have to make me a whole nother one and I get angry like when they won't let me keep the food that they fucked up? <laughs> I go to Mc, I go to McDonald's will say and I I will never purposely order difficult food because right. I think they'll mess it up but they'll mess something up and my significant other goes I'll go up and I'll get it and she'll come back empty-handed and I'm like where the fuck is the one they messed up? And she's like, oh, they took it and threw it away. And I'm like, God damn it. I wanted to eat both of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel is, is that wrong? I feel like that's, you know, that I shouldn't I shouldn't be like that. <laughs> I 
don't know if that's wrong. I'm like, I paid for a sandwich and I expect two. It's a little unreasonable, but I don't know if it's wrong. Well, the thing is, they're just throwing it away anyway. And that's the thing that I'll oh, yeah. say to them. If they're like, well, give it to me. I'm like, but you're just going to throw it away, right? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, then I'm going to keep it. Is that cool? And then they'll be like, if they were, if, if I ever got into an argument, which I never have, I'd be like, are you serious, bro? You just fucked up my order and I had to wait. And now you are denying me the second sandwich that I have a right to. <laughs> I'm calling the police. I feel I feel like that'd be the best thing of reason. And when somebody says, how did you get banned from McDonald's again? <laughs> yeah. I demanded a second yeah. sandwich when I fucking they screwed up my order. And no. that that was okay, but then when I when I started tearing my clothing off and smearing ice all over my body, I think that might have been when I pushed it too far. Now let me make this clear make it this clear. You're banned from all of them? <laughs> how do they even enforce that? Like, how do they know? It's like one of those things where the grocery store says, do, it has a sign that says, do not accept checks from this person. It's the same way. They yeah, have a picture of me all fucking crazy. My hair's standing up and <laughs> like, uh, like it I, says I look, underneath, uh, it says underneath, it says file, fo- file photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought about That's it. That's the only picture they could get of you that was clear <laughs> enough. And it's from like fucking, it's from a, 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 a a security camera 30 feet above you. <laughs> <laughs> Which I happen to be staring at with a crazed look on my face. It, it, while we're doling out comment compliments here, anything you may think you lack in funny, which I guarantee you, you are a lot funnier than you give yourself credit for. Because you'll come up with some shit off out of nowhere and fucking make me laugh. But you've got to be one of the most intelligent people that I've ever met. You got some. You got some fucking brains in that big ass head of yours. <laughs> big ass head. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's for the a back, real compliment. <laughs> for the backhanded compliment. <laughs> you know your head is homunculously huge i mean it's just <laughs> unrealistically massive but but there's brains in there buddy i'll tell you what <laughs> you've got a lot of fucking brain matter in that gigantic oversized skull of yours you fucking walking muppet <laughs> actually often think that if you know how like well the audience may or may not be aware that i enjoy sending you nonsensical audio messages via text yeah yes you do it occurred to me the other day that if you had a 3d printer i would find a way to remotely hack into it and send you fucking dicks all the time That'd be sweet because I would take and do horrible things with them, <laughs> and then and then mail them to you. What kind what of is horrible? on this thing? It looks like shit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Not that that's horrible, but just that you would think it was when I sent it back to you. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't be that happy with it. But <laughs> this is gross. I would just know to carefully inspect any package that I received from you. After said printing, because I know that, you know, you there'd be like a window of opportunity for you before you would just forget it and put it aside like other things. He's only got so much of an attention span. I'm not terribly worried. (laughs) Yeah. As long as I'm just vigilant for about three or four like business days, I think I'll probably be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're, 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 yeah, you're, you're not wrong about that. I will say that. (laughs) Mm. I do think that would be a very good use of a 3D printer. Would be to fax objects to people. Yeah, you know, like send them. Like even I mean, not as a joke. Even like, uh, let's say you've got the modern, like a brand new, top of the line three D printer, but like not three mm-hmm. D printer like the ones you can get today. A three D printer that you're going to be able to get in like fifty years, where it's fast as fuck. And then so that thing have a time travel machine also. Well, yeah, just. Sw- Maybe I could 3D print one. 
Yeah. Yeah. How about you fucking 3D print an imagination and follow me on this journey, Mike? <laughs> now, we're in the future. We've got the fast, extra fast, super legit, badass 3D printer, top of the line. Mm-hmm. You know, it can print anything in any material um, in, in like no time at all. Like you want a bowling ball, it will sit here and make you a fucking bowling ball in under a minute. Okay, that's that's what we're dealing with now. Wow. That's that's yeah, yeah. We're pretty yeah, badass. Yeah. So, you know, we should be patting ourselves on the back for that alone. Now, you hook that up to a telephone line or a, a mobile line or whatever passes for that in the future. And my business sends you a prototype unsolicited in the mail for something that you guys could really use by using the 3D printer. Mhm. You know, so I just faxed you a prototype of my product. You didn't know you wanted it until you it popped out in the tray and you saw it and you were like, this is perfect. Who doesn't want a pocket pussy? Well, yeah. But that's you know, not what yeah. I'm necessarily I feel selling. Like, I feel like that that is exactly what you're selling in my story because I'm fucking imagining it with my imagination. So go ahead. Okay. All right. <laughs> you don't have to be a big bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't waste my time on being a little bitch. I go all or I go nothing. Yeah, I'm all the way bitch, bitch. That's right. Um, so, yeah, it's just um, a pleasant little story about uh, sending, uh, I guess, dildos or whatever to people via the Internet, you know. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be cool. It, it would just be cool. It'd be like uh, I feel like the Jetsons didn't capitalize on or foresee, you know, 3D printing. Everybody always focuses on flying cars and and some kind of crazy food and pill or something combination. Pill, yeah. They don't ever think about, you know, more practical things like like being able to produce your own whatever. Like could you imagine how crazy um cybersex would be with a 3D printer that like was a quick one? You could just put your <laughs> put your Johnson into the thing and the girl gets a 3D print out of it and she puts her her vagina's in there, and and it prints out a 3D version of it, and you can just go to town. So you guys, and then you telefuck. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds it amazing. Says, it has all the sensors built in yeah. along oh, where, yeah. where, where the paths of contact are. I'm making it sound very sexy. Yeah, and, you are. It's getting you know, me... It's getting me bloop, 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 bloop. That was, uh, that was really hard in printer speak. <laughs> but yeah, I can see that working. That'd be pretty rad actually. You know, like it would make, of course it would make cheating on your spouse really easy. So, but I guess. Is, is masturbation really cheating? No, it's not. Sorry. It is. If you specially push up, print out your dick for someone else and they print out their junk for you. That's cheating, dude. I'm I sorry. Of, I still don't think it is because you're not making um, actual physical contact with each other. I would disagree with that. It's just my, it's, that's my take on it. I mean, am, am I am I doing this and saying it because I'm trying to justify what I'm doing? Absolutely not, because this technology doesn't exist. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just sounds you know. like a it sounds like a bad Black Mirror episode to well, me. Well, I mean, think about it. If you went out and bought a Jenna Jameson oh, version... Oh, wait, there was a bad episode of Bad Mirror hey, about are, are this. You, are, you, are, right. you, are you going to let me finish this? Sorry. Stop talking over me. Oh, you, no, uh, you never do that. I don't. <laughs> you, you go out and you buy yourself a Jenna Jameson model pocket pussy, and you're having sex with that. <laughs> is that is that cheating? Because you're very specifically taking one that was made out of her privates... Because it's not a one-to-one exchange in that reason, in that in, well, in, supposing in I sent her a uh, model, a mold of my penis, and she was like, "Oh, I could put this little thing in there, and it wouldn't hurt me a bit." And she decides to try it out. Right. So now we've both had this, and we've both done it. Does does that constitute cheating? Not yet. It's the well, act of doing it together in the same time. Even telephonically is mm. what is what makes it. It's an it's a contri- It's an act between two people taking place in real time. It's not a dildo anymore. It's a virtual representation of your very very cheating dick. 
Could you get a VTD or a TTD out of this, like a telephonically transmitted disease? Only or... if you don't clean the gear in between uses, I'm going to say. Yeah, but I feel like, uh, you know, it's not – I mean, it's maybe attached with some wires or something like that if you're going to have sensors and stuff in it. But if it's just a regular old pocket pussy, which I can't seem to get enough of saying in this episode, um, you know, maybe it's just it's just rubber and you're just talking to each other while you're doing it, you know? So is mm. is that still cheating or is that just masturbation? I don't think it is cheating, but I don't think it's masturbation either. I think it's mutual masturbation at that point, which is weird when you have a relationship with someone else. Weird and unacceptable, in my opinion. Right? I mean, yeah, I mean, I I would tend to agree that it's not for me. Mm-hmm. However, I am aware that there are people who do enjoy that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, who get off on knowing that other people are cranking one out while they're cranking one out. I like to look at the absurd side of things sometimes and just be like, no, 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 you guys are looking at this shit all fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, for example, you know, everyone always thinks about a guardian angel as someone's going to save you from your time of greatest trouble. Personally, my guardian angel bailed me out of jail. I couldn't have been happier. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a great yeah. story. Yeah. And then he was like, dude, got to go back up to, you know, be with JC. I'll catch you later. And then he was out. He just flew up on a cloud. It was really cool. I felt like he was like, JC. Instead, he yeah. said it like that. No, he didn't say it like that. Oh, man. See, now you got uh, one of the kind of dorky ones then, I guess. That's, you know, it is what it is. Hey, here's the thing about angels. There's only two types of people that get to become angels and in, mm-hmm. in, 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 that I'm aware of, that I understand. Those are war heroes and – um, damn it. I don't know what the other one is. <laughs> Well, if it wasn't people who were making penance for something that they did in their mortal life, then you've you have completely glossed over one category yeah. of angels. Because if movies have taught me anything, when people are made to be angels or they're trying to get their angel wings, it's always somebody that has to make up for something that they did while they were in their in their mortal form. And I wonder how much of that. I mean, that's true. It's totally true. I guess there's only so many character arcs you can have for an angel, especially a new angel. You know, someone that transcended the human form into angelhood. Like, there's that is in of itself. I just think that the guys who make it to that level are either really, really in good with the boss to begin with. Or, or had a great post-life lawyer. <laughs> or, you know, that's more of the like, it's cushy, or it seems like it's cushy. Like, oh, I get to I be don't... one of the Nephilim, but maybe it's not so much that. I kind of like your ideas that these are public servants that are sort of picking up the slack for their their lives wasted on Earth. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm, that, I'm almost certainly makes... going to be an angel at one point. <laughs> that, so will I. That makes I'm going to be tormented with sense. some shithead that I got to watch after all the time. Hopefully, well, I, hopefully uh, a B-list celebrity so it's real fucking interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any of that real expensive shit. I want the down and dirty B-list celebrity action. Yeah. You want to find out what, um, like, I don't know. Let's think of an irrelevant person. Dun, 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 Paul dun, Rubens. What's Paul <laughs> Rubens doing these days? I, I, not, I want the kind of guy who thinks it's a good idea to see if a snake will try to constrict and eat his penis. That's oh, okay. the kind of B-list celebrity I'm after. Okay, you know, so you're like, not even like, looking like, for like... Oh, who am I thinking of here? Um, he was in Biodome. Not Paulie. Well, Paulie Shore would be a good one. But uh, one of the one of the brothers... Um, oh, I can't think of their fucking Baldwin. names. Billy one of the Baldwins, Yes. One of the Baldwin. Baldwins would be an excellent example of somebody who would probably – maybe even Stephen Baldwin who would try to do something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. Like can I can I breathe through a tube that only recycles my farts for 10 <laughs> minutes? You know, something like that. That seems like something that would be fun to watch over. Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. have to constantly be interacting and I'd probably be really busy, but I feel like it would make the time go really quick too. <laughs> so it'd kind of be a blessing in disguise, you know. 
if yeah. if I end up in the afterlife doing this, I'm gonna kick myself right in the fucking balls. <laughs> I feel like I would be the bus driver because I hate driving and I mm. really hate traffic. And I would probably daily be on the question like, Am I in limbo right now? Is this hell? See, this is yeah, this is not I mean that would be thing. hell. Yeah, that would be that hell. That would be hell. But think about it. What if what if hell and heaven this is just something that just occurred to me. I've never thought of it before. And I think it'd be cool as a story almost. But what if hell and heaven occupy the exact same real estate? It's just depending on what where you are in the mix. Hmm. Like, okay. No, you're like the sanitation engineers for these lazy ass fucking everything is good all the time and I don't worry about a damn thing. They'll ever think about where their waste goes. <laughs> you know, these assholes, yeah. they never think about where their waste goes. They're living in palaces, each and every one of them for their good fucking deeds. Meanwhile, here's what I'm doing. I'm shoveling your fucking diapers, asshole. You know? <laughs> I, I could I could see that being possible because like I totally believe in in spirits and everything. I absolutely believe that ghosts are real. And uh, they would have to exist essentially in the same realm that we do. Right. It's just a, a different plane of the same realm, I think, is, is what it comes down to to me. So that, you know, they're here to, to guide you and do things to mess with you and everything, but they don't have to watch you take a shit. You know, right. or something like right. that, I think. You know, and if they do have to watch you take a shit, it's probably as a punishment for something. I uh, took that- a particularly gnarly shit. Uh, earlier, and if anybody had to watch that, I feel bad for them. It was bad. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that if there are spirits watching over us, they probably do have a sense of of like when to leave the room. Do you remember back in, let's say? 90, 91, somewhere around there at the Hardys in Hershey. There were these guys, and I can't remember who their real names were, but they introduced them to me, themselves to me as Coco and Bull. <laughs> One guy was a black guy who kind of reminded me of Dave Lister and the way he dressed. He was very punkish. I feel like he's got to be Coco. That was Coco. Okay. And the other guy was a big, tall, bald, white guy. And that was Bull. Bull, as in like the animal or the bailiff from Night Court? Yes. You know, that, yeah, that was, that I was remember. part of the song. Yeah, I just, I want yeah. to do that. Sorry. That's okay. I just can't, I don't, that's one of the theme songs to TV that I don't remember, weirdly enough. But yeah, he, um, yeah. You didn't lose the story, did you? I did, because you had to fucking sing. Because <laughs> you had to fucking sing. Come on, man. It was Bull and Coco. You got to remember a fucking story with two characters like that. You had to fucking sing and ruin my jam. That's what you like, fucking did. They feel did. like they're memorable enough that if you remember they their are. nicknames, you'd remember the story. Well, the story was one that you told to me, actually. That's the really? funny thing. Yes. I don't remember it, this. It, it spawned, and it spawned for you. A, a catchphrase that to everyone's distress lasted for years, which was for you to scream like Adam Sandler's character in uh, one of the um, albums that he put out. You'd go, mm-hmm. give me head. I remember that. I remember the, screaming that to people, yes. And I did that for, yeah, way too long. three, three years maybe yeah. we were doing that. And um, – that was precipitated by you telling me a story about hearing some conversation uh, about these guys at a party. And the one guy was this black guy who said, hey, give me head, bull. And the guy did. And you were just uh, taken by that, that you could just say the words, give me head, and it would just happen. <laughs> <laughs> so you began – that became your like phrase for a long time. Was, Do give you know how head. many times that worked for me though? I don't know. None. There's absolutely well, zero times. Because it wasn't particularly sexy or, or, or even like likable. Well, was... No, I wasn't I wasn't Coco and there was no bull around to, you know, <laughs> happily oblige me. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. uh, you know, nobody's f- was filleting me because I said that. 
And I tried, trust me, I tried. Hi, Mike, how are you? Hi, I'm just, I'm doing just fine. Thanks good, for asking. Good to hear, good to hear. And how's the family? Everybody's doing okay. It's a little bit, you know, hectic sometimes. You wouldn't think hectic and, like, being trapped inside your house is, is a thing. But apparently it can be because it gets <laughs> a little crazy around here sometimes. And you're oh, like, God. oh, I got to keep all the things and the gyms and the people out of my house. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're outside and there's a package and you're like, oh, did you hear that up in Harrisburg they had uh, two people test positive, all the people that were Touching the mail for the for the uh, for the central state area. Oh my god! Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, do I bring the mail in, or do I let that stuff sit outside and just let all the gems blow oh, off of it? Burn it! Burn it! Well, I'm mostly mostly probably garbage anyway. Why not just yeah. throw it out? Spills and garbage. Stuff you bought from QVC when you were on a wine <laughs> binge. You don't Nobody, need it. Oh, and you know that happens all the time. Oh yes. Always drinking, always drinking my white <sighs> wine, and your sometimes white wine, your after I've been to red wine, and mm -hmm. it's just so many wines. I wish that, I wish the grape juice was wine because I have plenty of that in my house right now. <laughs> oh, that was uh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that was silly. Um, normally, you hold characters really well, but you change characters about four times in that. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I was just doing what I could you were do. Hey, folks. We'd like to learn a little more about you. That's why we set up a poll on our website. Just go to TomAndMike.com slash poll and fill out the anonymous contact form. Hit submit, and you'll have done us a huge favor. While you're there, be sure to check out the rest of the site. It's got links to our Let's Play video gaming channel, absurd blog posts, and other ways to contact us. Speaking of which, if you'd like to write to us, you can do so by sending an email to storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. As always, thanks for listening. Maryland, uh, police had to remind residents of this neighborhood that they need to wear pants when going out to the mailbox. <laughs> apparently, apparently something about the whole COVID-19 quarantine has emboldened some people to just stroll out the fucking door wearing whatever the hell they want or don't want to wear. I feel like the lack of traffic in general might cause you to have a feeling of freedom like that. I mean, I live on a uh, pretty in a pretty rural area, not super sure. rural, but kind of rural, and um, I don't get a lot of traffic to begin with, so I haven't really noticed the difference. But yeah. I do know I do know that when going out into the big city, that uh, that there isn't near as much uh, foot traffic or vehicle traffic as there was as there shouldn't be. Right. You know, it, right. it astounds me. Like when I've gone on to the to the one of the major highways around us here and you can you can drive freely and not have somebody climbing up your ass and and yeah. there's no traffic jams and stuff. It's just been it's been weird. Yeah, it's, it's been it's real a little weird. Offset yeah. off putting a little bit to to be honest with you, because I'm so used to it. I'm like, it feels like a holiday or a Sunday or a holiday on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, well, we did have just just have Easter. So I guess, you know. That would yeah. make sense, but that's not what I'm speaking of. You know. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a little strange. Um, but I still note that most people like who live in towns or cities or suburbs or even in trailer parks – all still have to ha tend to have windows in their homes. <laughs> mm -hmm. So even they if do. there's no one on the street or driving by, you having your dingus out while you're going to get the fucking mail mail is is is, is not any more okay. There's more people home to see you than ever before, you idiot. What were well, you thinking? I mean, that's true enough. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe. I mean, do we know for certain that in this neighborhood people were gazing out their windows? I mean, did somebody drive by? I notice it was was uh, was their neighbor uh, perhaps out mowing the grass or something. I mean, it's just either I'm I'm not trying to defend what they did, but uh, you know, I'm just saying like in reasoning. Uh, maybe maybe these people are just like 
Uh, I know that the that the police aren't responding in the way that they used to before, so maybe I will just push the envelope and see what I can get away with. Well, here's the thing: the Taney Town Police Department uh, on Tuesday posted this on on Facebook. Please remember to put pants on before leaving the house to check your mailbox. You know who you are. This is your final warning. <laughs> whoa, whoa that, that would imply to me that there's been more than one warning, too. There's been more than one warning, probably done remotely, so they don't have to send someone out and risk a responder. So they've probably been calling and being like, listen, your neighbors have called and called again. You need oh. to wear pants. <laughs> it's like I'm at just... this point, they're just putting it on. Facebook so everybody knows, dude, the next time we have to deal with this, you're leaving in fucking shackles. I really I, – I hope whoever is doing it is listening. I implore of you, push the envelope one more time. Just yeah, one more happens. time and let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> I don't need to get a fucking summons or anything from Taney Town Police Department. So, or they, or they, not rather the police wouldn't send me a summons. You know what I mean? I don't need to get a summons from the uh, from the uh, you know legal departments of of said town. Uh huh. So uh, you know, yeah, maybe it's not best. Encouraging this citizen <laughs> to continue to break the law. <laughs> yeah, Are, does that make you an accessory? <laughs> I think. I think it's some. I think it, it could be argued that you are an accessory at that point. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. say that that it's going to be proven, but I can say that you you could argue that fact. Well, then, for those who are dense or or just really pedantic, it's a good thing you were joking. Yes. <laughs> this is something that we like to call uh, parody Humor. or comedy yeah. or yeah. Um, any number of things. Let's uh, let's remember that things that I say on here are not always meant to be taken literally or as yeah. correction. <laughs> yeah, the thoughts and the ideas and opinions espoused on Storytime with Tom and Mike may not reflect the actual beliefs of Tom and or Mike. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and any and and any likeness to uh, to individuals alive or dead is purely coincidental <laughs> unless your name is steve in which case we specifically are calling you out steve yeah you know who you are you know steve. You, yeah you know what you did and i also you need sh- to preface that with steve it's not you <laughs> no <laughs> but steve, steve it definitely is you no it's definitely you you shat on my carpet <laughs> and i wasn't uh, home at the time but i know it was you i know it was you and i will have my vengeance <laughs> There's a reason why the hummingbirds won't come around my window anymore. You know what you did, Steve. <laughs> I don't understand that, but I like it anyway. You don't have to. You just Good. trust me when I tell you that it's fact. Steve understands. Steve <sighs> knows. Steve it's knows always... what he did. Steve could be one of those names like Karen that is just universally understood to mean something. Mm-hmm. But what should it mean? That's the question. Um, I think we cited has one a... Stephen here. You know, we cited you know, one Stephen. I think that 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 Steve could definitely be a guy who uh, who shows up to your house and engages in uh, activities and behavior that are. Boy, how do I want to put this? Not in the in the norm of what you would see, and sometimes scares animals and or children. Hmm. And uh, sometimes Steve could also be the guy who who uh, who drinks too much, mm-hmm. maybe not enough to you know to pass up, but enough to to be the guy who overshares, like we see in the uh, in the commercials for uh, for the anti drunk driving campaigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Um, now I know Stevens that don't fit the bill, but there's always exceptions to the rule. I feel like Steven also has a slouch. I don't think you can call him Steven because Steven. Okay, we're talking about Steve? Yes, well, Steve has a slouch. Steve, yeah. Okay, Steve has a slouch. I think. Because I, I think, think he... I think that Steven is my very fashion forward um gay friend. Okay. That's who okay. Steven is. He's got like elbow patches on his jacket, but they're really stylish. I don't it's know that a elbow really patches are ever jacket. a really good thing. But, but he makes it work. He I'm makes it work. Bring me 
me the fucking it. noise. You know, I'll sit here. I'll sit here and tell you how I played The Sims Four for an hour, and, I, and, I, and I'm still not a fucking casual because I, I killed uh, all my Sims. But I you really, know, yeah, I really hardcore. can't stand. I really couldn't stand that for the time that I played it. I was like this. This is like this is like playing a game of real life in your real life, and it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> what the Sims? Yeah. <laughs> the only well, thing like, good about I it. can get up and go eat a fucking sandwich myself. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to do it on a video game. If if you're the kind of person who likes like building like stuff and designing stuff, yeah. it's a lot of fun to build so the Minecraft, houses. You know. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's a lot of fun to build the houses, but the gameplay, the actual characters and all that, aside from me making goofball characters and killing them by putting them in a swimming pool and removing the fucking ladder, like, <laughs> like aside from that. <laughs> I don't know why that struck me as so funny, but God damn it, that's funny. <laughs> it's true. It works. Well, in the older versions, I don't know about the new version, but in the older versions, that's one of the great – one of the tried and – true methods of 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 killing your sims is to put them in the pool order them in the pool go into build mode take out the fucking ladder and they swim around till they die (laughs) (laughs) they're like fucking two-legged goldfish (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, they they don't do anything to save themselves they don't climb out the side of the pool they are stuck in that pool and their little moodlet thing the little diamond over their head Uh gets redder and redder and redder and then it goes black and the fucking grim reaper shows up (laughs) and fucking cuts them and then they're a ghost now you You make me want to play the sims Yeah, this has been a very hellish week for me. Brutal week. Yeah. I think this is like, oh, let's see, what, week 900? I I don't know. I think that I was a teenager when all this started. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. This is yeah. like week 11 billion of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's blending together. Half the time I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. Um, I routinely will sleep in fits and then get up and work on stuff that I have like the podcast and then I'll go back to bed I'll get up and I'll work at my job for like 8 hours but like I'll take I'll take my lunch hour and I'll sleep during that and it's like my sleep schedule so out of control if I'm like yep. some kind of weird inventor you know, like some guy who lives in a shack and was like, I will sleep for three hours a day and I will continue inventing until the sun rises in the east. You know, like, like, you know, except without like the, you know, obviously the invention that's going to give you like posthumous fame. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, that's really loud. <laughs> Sorry about that. Somebody left their phone setting and the notifications and the sound were still on. I didn't even recognize it. No, but uh, you know, <laughs> it could it could work that way. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, Lindsay. This is absolutely standard fare. Something weird will happen in the background, and it's ninety nine percent sure that it's because Mike has some peripheral or television on the background that suddenly got yeah. really, really loud for no reason. Okay, it, it's literally always me. It is always me. It's always you. <laughs> Let's make a deal. You tell me your embarrassing pornography niche. I'll tell you mine. That sounds like oh, a good idea. Boy, I like this game. Like a great idea. Um, um, being as to I how, love this game. As to how I am a, um, I'm very confident and comfortable in in my sexual uh, orientation and uh, and my likes. Uh, I will say that I do enjoy um, some shemale porn. It's, uh, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing that I can dig, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. I put it out there. Everybody knows now. I've partaken in that. Yeah, I mean. I can dig it. Hey, everybody's got their thing. Sometimes you need something that's a little bit off the beaten path of the normal stuff that you've uh, beaten your path to for years. And, uh, <laughs> Isn't that the point that it has, yeah. like, the fact that it's taboo or whatever is, yeah. is how it, yeah. like, lights your fuse? Or, it makes it you know? exciting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I consider myself to be a connoisseur of porn, and I look in the, at enough of it that the normal stuff doesn't get it's, me anywhere yeah, it's, anymore. It's so vanilla to me. I, I can't I, I, do it anymore. 
Yeah, I have to I have to dabble and I don't know where it's going sometimes. I'll find myself in a weird place at the end of the night and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I got to take a shower now for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean like I don't I don't feel that what like I've certainly had my day with that like in my sexual peak I identify with like that song by Chance the Rapper when he's like I'm on page 50 of Pornhub looking for that one video oh, that, yeah. I, that I watched that night. We've all been there. <laughs> I've spent yep. more time yeah. searching than I have anything else. Oh, shit, else. they took yeah. it down. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I remember this one video have I watched ever... two years ago, and I can remember, and I put in the keywords like that I can remember to think, and then I'm like searching right. through literally 300 pages of it, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, it's not there anymore. I give up. <laughs> yeah, know? I've totally done that. I've put in, like, keywords mm -hmm. and then gone, like, mm -hmm. 10, 15, 20 pages deep on Pornhub, just like, I've got to find this video. This is what I got to bust my nut to. Well, the to. bad thing is, is that... And just you're not satisfied well, until you is, find that one is, video. Is that I have, like, literally, um, you know, six or eight different sites that you can search like that, so it ends up becoming a chore. And by then, I'm like, why was I even interested in masturbating in the first place? <laughs> This is just this is just totally destroyed my mojo completely. You know, so But it's well, so it's so satisfying when you finally find that video. The bed It's it's so I mean I, I had this one video on um I found ages ago and it was like these two strippers, these two um these two black strippers and like it was totally like an amateur style video but i'm not into anything that seems uh forced or uh like if if people don't seem into it like i'm not mm -hmm. into it at all like i mm -hmm. i don't like any of the like glitzy corporate porn at all and um, I, this video was just the jam, and like I went to go find it one, and I like wore it out, of course, so it didn't it didn't have the same magic. But then like a year later or something, I remembered this magical video, and I'm like, man, I want to go find that. And I could not remember the girls' names, so like my I can just imagine like anybody looking at my like Google history, like two black strippers, oil, two black strippers, like me trying to hit the keywords to make it come up, and like of course it was like everything that came up just, i couldn't think of anything specific so it was just yep uh just an avalanche of lesbian stripper porn which i'm not it's not a bad thing no uh, but it's too, not too, the cookie you wanted you wanted a specific kind of cookie a specific and you, video yes you couldn't get it so nothing else is going to be sweet enough yeah Um, I had a kid almost 10 years ago. And before I had a kid, I was very, uh, uh, hmm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, slutty. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I don't say, no, I don't say hey, that in a bad way. Wrong I, was, with that. I was, I was very I have, sexually liberated. I slept with who I wanted to. Um, I was in my sexual peak, whatever. And I was a connoisseur of porn and mm. porn devices. And I had probably, God, 20, 25 different crazy uh, devices, dildos, whatever. And um, I mean, just just a just a huge box full of porn, DVDs, uh, mm -hmm. Bella Loves Jenna, you know, Bridget the Midget. Did you, did you have any VHS? Tons. I had the original. <laughs> That's what I'm talking um, about. I had the autobiography of a flea with John Holmes. Like I had tons of VHS. I had a, I collected pornography. I was obsessed with it. Um, and it was just like this, you know, it was like a sexual awakening for me, if you will. And so it's like, I had a giant collection. Well, I was going to have my son and my sister-in-law, whom I had never met, and my father were coming down to Alabama where I lived. And I was so paranoid that they were going to get in my house and like snoop around and find all this shit because I literally had like sex toys hidden all over my house. So, you know, if the mood <laughs> <laughs> I could just jam, you know, I could diddle my fiddle wherever. And I didn't have to go looking for a sex toy. It was like, oh, here's one under the couch cushion. Oh, here's one in the bathroom. Like, like, 
Like someone might hide guns. Like someone might hide guns exactly. in their house. In, exactly. In case of emergency, break glass. Right. If you if you've heard like the bit about Kevin Hart and him going, him hiding the guns and being like, if I'm on the if I'm on the toilet, and I'm like, oh oh, you're gonna rob me in my toilet? Like, but just to place replace that with a dildo. That's basically how it was. <laughs> but um, so I was super paranoid that all I was going to get found out to be this huge sexual deviant. I come from a super religious family. So, you know, guilt ensues, dot, dot, dot. You know, it's 10 years ago in the past, whatever. So I throw all this shit away. My dad and my sister come into town. Of course, nothing like that happens. They don't snoop at all. And then, like, after <laughs> I have my kid and, I'm, and I truly realize, like, oh, snap, my, um, <laughs> my play days are over wow that stuff really could have come in handy like i've never in my life been that mad at myself mm-hmm. i threw away so much stuff i guarantee you like the garbage man that day was like thank you Jackpot. yes <laughs> i guarantee it that's how that's how that's that's how that stuff comes into other people's collections yep it's that some trash guy named ricky found it and he's like oh you guys gotta check this out yeah oh man i'm gonna give some of this to my cousin he's really hard up for porn you know oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my dad jokes would be perverse. It's a good thing I don't have kids. Well, my dad jokes are perverse, and I think that my children are much more um, accepting and broader-minded about things because of the kind of shit that I've said. Okay. So, you know, I think it, it lends itself to not being shocked by, by everything that somebody says and uh, being like, oh, I can't believe you just said that. You know, mm. I mean, that's... My, I have a kid, and I'm pretty out there, and my kid constantly tells me, hey, mom, Reel it back in. <laughs> my kids just go, I'm getting up from the table and I'm not eating with you anymore. That's pretty much what I always hear. My son just constantly yeah. is like, hey, mom, could you please not say that word? Please don't say that. Please don't talk like that. Like he polices me. And I'm like, don't police my language, Asher. Thankfully, yeah. Thankfully, I don't I don't have kids that do that. But it also, you know, they also say things, though, at times that make me go, oh, God, I can't believe that you just said that. But. It was totally me speaking through you, so I guess I get what I uh, what I put into it. <laughs> so you know, it is what it is. It's a decision I made a long time ago that I wasn't going to make. Uh, my, neither myself nor my significant other were going to make um, swearing and uh, stuff like that uh, into a big thing because then it makes it more attractive, and you'll do it at the worst possible times and so far it seems to have uh, worked because my kids don't swear at school they don't swear in front of their grandparents which is the two rules that i had and also you know don't swear at church if you know if you care anything about that um and they didn't do that either so uh i feel like i was successful at least it's we were successful at some some level i told my kid that he could um i told astra i said look you can i don't care if you curse at home um, if you don't call people names, that was my only thing. Like you can't call me. Oh yeah, yeah. you or... can't use it in in anger towards anybody in right. the family either. That but was that was like, one of the you other step ones. On yeah. a leg, you you step on a Lego and say shit like no big deal or whatever. Like I told him he could curse at home, and like as soon as I removed the taboo from it, like he did not care about cursing whatsoever. He never does yeah. it, and he'll tell me like, Mom, you really shouldn't talk like that. Like he, he does not care. As soon as I gave him permission to, he didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, because you took the mystique out of it. Right, exactly. It's just like the yeah. back to what we were talking about with porn. It Whatever's taboo, right, that's what you're interested in. But as soon as you partake in it, as soon as it's okay, and you give yourself permission to do so, well, then it just doesn't get you off anymore. I was so inspired, so fucking deeply touched by the Roy Orbison cling wrap saga that we were watching unfold before us that I, too, wrote my own cling wrap story. Would, would you like to hear it? I would love to hear it. This, this is going to blow your fucking mind. I'm going to tell you right now. <clears throat> I'm ready. I'm going to start reading it here. I was sitting in my hotel room out of town on business. 
Rural Idaho offers little to the senses in the dead of winter, much as it does during the warmer months. Bored with the seemingly endless farm reports and 80s movies, it seems as though the entire area is over 30 years behind the rest of civilization. I drifted in and out of daydreams. Suddenly, I was shaken awake by what sounded like someone tripping in the hallway, just outside my door. <clears throat> I quickly snapped to the peephole, just in time to catch a glimpse of silvery black quaff as it pressed against the glass. Before I could distinguish from looks alone, an all-too-familiar voice cried out, Nancy, help me! My pants have fallen around my ankles again! To my surprise, not so much delight, I recognized it as the voice of the 40th President of the United States, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Swiftly, I opened the door, just in time to catch him from falling forward. He almost certainly would have smacked his face on my door, if not for the impact being softened by my cotton poly blend slacks. He looked up. I could see the universe in his eyes and vapid expression. I like jelly beans, George, he exclaimed, assuming I was his vice president and 41st president of the United States, George Herman Walker Bush. I was in no mood to argue, so I answered back in my best Texas draw. I know, Rawhide. I know. My pants fell down again, George, Reagan said with an air of embarrassment. I lost the lasso I hold them <clears throat> I lost the lasso I hold them up with, he continued, with the look of a helpless toddler glued to his face. Let's see what I can do to help you, I replied again as a faux Texan. Looking quickly about my temporary abode, I noted a roll of cling wrap given me by my old high school track coach. I had run into him while traveling through one too many in a long list of small towns on my recent business. He had been parting with some of his possessions, as he was anticipating moving to Fiji to start a sausage and donut stand with his dog, Cloyster. He took one look at me, paused my movement with his index finger, and produced the very role I previously mentioned. I will always remember you for knowing your role and sticking to it, no matter what the distance to be made up or the distractions around. Snapping back to the present, I was struck with an idea. Stand up, Ronnie, I said. Come over here. I have a solution to your problem. He obliged, and I instructed him to pull his plaid pajama pants to a height more suited to a man of his stature. He continued to shuffle like a man with a broken shoelace, trying to keep up at a crosswalk. Reaching down, I yanked his pants up, only to discover he was not wearing undergarments. Deftly avoiding his dangling bits, I managed to corral his shame, settling the waistband just below his stomach flab. Working quickly, I pushed him to the bed and began to get to work. Just relax, old friend. You're in good hands, I assured him. Starting at his overgrown yellowing toenails, I began wrapping him like so many Thanksgiving leftovers. His pants were going to stay up, damn it, if it was the last thing I did. I pulled the plastic extra taut at his waistband. For effect. As I reached the top of his head, he began to wriggle, as if he was suffocating. Realizing he was... I poked three holes for him to breathe through his mouth and nose. He immediately, he immediately relaxed as I watched his eyes gaze glaze over in sweet, warm contentment through the hazy plastic. Just as I finished my task, his wife, former First Lady Nancy, peeked around the door jam. Is he secure? She inquired. I nodded in silence. Good, she exclaimed in relief. Now I am going to show you my gratitude, she purred, as she began to undo her robe. And that's where I left it off. Wow. That was powerful, wasn't it? That was powerful. I wasn't expecting you to be seduced by Nancy Reagan at the end. Well, you know, I think... Um... Well, you or the character, I guess the protagonist. I can't assume yeah. it was you. Yeah, yeah. As, I mean, as often it though. is the case. Often that is the case in fan fiction where the author is also the protagonist. Yeah. Would you say I that was true for that, you? I will leave that up to the reader to discern. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, it was it was excellent I can work. Say that she didn't just say no. <laughs> mm. It was good stuff. So, um, why Ronald Reagan? I don't know. I was it just. Struck with the inspiration, to be honest, the first person that popped into my head was <laughs> literally was literally Ronald Reagan. When you I said, have no idea why. When I heard silvery black hair, the first hair, the first thing I thought of was Steven Tyler. Nope. I was wrong. 
Yeah, you were you were all you were wrong and you were surprised. I was surprised. That's right. I was just um, as surprised by the ending of it as you were. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that sounds kind of like what Ehrlich had said. I mean, he was pretty much. I had no idea how it was going to turn out until yeah. I got there. I mean, that's really. Whew, I hope that I did him some justice with that writing. I mean, I know I really, I really puffed it up to be something special, and I really feel like that was. That was in in Ehrlich's writing style completely, and um, it just – I may have accidentally thrown in contractions as I was reading it, but when I wrote it, there were none. I wouldn't call it Ehrlich's style. I would call it Mike's style. I feel it's, like though it, it was inspired by his well, style. Sh- sure, it can be inspired by it, but it's of your style. I, and I really feel like there's more where that came from. I feel like I could continue just to, to continue to go into that vein because – Plastic wrap is just such a – or cling wrap as I as I uh, called it in there. It's just such a many-splendored um, ceiling device that I, I, I feel like there are just so many untapped storylines that could be touched upon. I had years ago – because you know I like to collect weird images and stuff and mm-hmm. – I don't know if I have it anymore, but I had this photograph that I got from a website uh, about like a sex hotel in Sweden or someplace like that, somewhere in Europe. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, it was just a dishwasher full of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> and they're big too. They are big dildos, like honking huge motherfucking dildos. I swear I've seen that image before. Maybe I showed it and to I don't, you. Yeah, it might have been that you showed it to me. I don't – I'd like the – I'd have a hard time believing that I came upon it um, you know, organically on my own, but it's entirely possible that I did. I don't know. My uncle used to take my grandmother to like Baltimore so they could get Popeye's chicken. Mm. They There's would just, them in Harrisburg now too. They would just drive two hours out of their way to go get Popeye's chicken. Have you ever driven a long distance out of your way to get something to eat like that? Like, could you ever justify that? I have, um, but not that far out of my way. Like for me, it was like, okay, I'm going like 40 minutes in one direction to get it. You know, like occasionally I just crave Outback. Mm. I like their wings. I've always liked their wings, but you know, that's like 40 minutes from my house. So, you know, usually it's like a, I'll stop on the way home. I know the food will be kind of cold when I get home, but I can nuke it for a few minutes and everything will be fine. Except I can't do that right now because my microwave exploded. Really? Yeah. About two months ago, we just bought a new one. <laughs> you made it sound like it just happened fucking yesterday. <laughs> Well, no, no, it didn't. Like my microwave just exploded, <laughs> you know, or something. I'm like, what? And you're like, yeah, like two weeks ago. That that didn't just happen. Yeah. No, no, two you've months been, ago. Been, yeah, two months. You, you've been living without a microwave for an obscene amount of time, in my opinion. Oh, dude, you <laughs> I have no idea. I couldn't live without mine for, for that long. I couldn't afford to replace it right away. On Christmas Eve, I worked, and Jesus Christ, sound like something just fucking fell over behind me. You okay back there? I think it was one of my cats. I can't see what it was, but um, I'm sorry. Now I'm gonna have to make you paste the story together. Do you want me to start from the beginning? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. We can we can leave it in. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't even uh, give a shit. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Just real quickly, a covalent bond, also called a molecular bond, is a chemical bond that involves the sharing of electron pairs between atoms. I'm not going to go any further than that, but that was uh, because, I mean, there's a long fucking definition, and I'm not sitting here reading this. If you're really that interested in covalent bonds, Google that shit. Or visit your local library. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. That was the more you know, the little uh, rainbow just popped over there. Yeah. I feel like like we could do a fact of the day because I haven't done one uh, in a lot of days. 
Okay. Today's today's fact of the day. Why does the Earth only see one side of the moon, one might wonder? And that's because only one side of the moon is visible from Earth because the moon rotates <clears throat> about its spin axis at the same rate the moon orbits the Earth, a situation known as synchronous rotation or tidal locking. Hmm. That's the answer. Fascinating. Did you look yeah. this up earlier today? Uh, no, I just looked it up now. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I like to do that, you know. Just randomly look shit up yeah, in the middle I, of a know, podcast. That's how you learn stuff. If you're if you if you're curious about something, you look it up. And uh, I wasn't really particularly curious about that, but I was curious about what a covalent bond was because I'm sure that I haven't heard that since uh, probably tenth or eleventh grade. I don't know if you had the same uh, uh, chemistry teacher as I did. I think you probably did. He was I don't a, remember his name. Um, I'm not going to use his name, but I'm going to describe him. He had he almost looked like Tim Robbins a little bit. He had black hair and these squinty eyes and this smug sort of smile, and he was just a complete prick. And like I remember one time he like. I fell asleep in his class, and he woke me up by spraying me with water, like no, right on my face. I definitely didn't have him. I swear the teacher I had looked kind of like Dr. Robotnik from Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, wow. Well, this guy – I definitely got away with a ton of shit in that class too. So I'm talking handies under the desk, you know, humping behind the uh, – with my with my lab partner behind the uh, lab tables and stuff at the back of the room, so yeah, hmm. it definitely wasn't that guy because he would have sprayed me down with water for a whole different reason. Yeah, yeah, he's trying like to a, cool my jets. Yeah, um, yeah. This guy was we always called him a robot. He he talking like this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to class, children. Today we are going to learn about covalent bonds. well so funny thing about him two funny things about him uh i graduate high school and a year later i'm in a hosses and i go in there and he's in there and he comes up to me and starts trying to sell me amway (laughs) (laughs) isn't that always the way it is yeah yeah he's like have you ever thought about going into business for yourself tom Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, now that I'm I'm finally trying to, or you know, get myself started in the career that I went to school for, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking to sell some some delicious granola bars. Yeah, how's that others. teaching? Yeah, how's that teach teaching gig working out for you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not so great. Um, so, fast forward to last summer. I have an intern in my my uh, work area who was talking about her chemistry teacher. And he's like, yeah, he's kind of a creep and this and that and the other thing. And I'm like, he sounds awfully familiar. Um, what's his last name? She says his last name. I'm like, it can't be. And she says, here, I'll look up his his information on the campus directory. And she goes and pulls it up. And it's him. It's the mm. same f- fucking guy is now teaching for, at her college. And I'm like, oh, good. I'm so glad that he's continuing to spread his bullshit method of, of teaching, <laughs> you know, his his creepy fucking wandering eyes and just. Oh, uh, he sounds like a peach. Yeah, he wasn't great. He wasn't a great guy. I didn't like him. That was the night because I told you about the the jerky boys machine that we made mm-hmm. that that could mimic uh, record uh, phone calls. That was the night our, our one my one friend called Delta Airlines and kept them on the phone for like a good thirty minutes debating uh, whether or not the movie that was going to be shown in the in flight film that was going to be shown for his first class flight. One trip flight, no round trip flight mm-hmm. to Paris, France, was going to be the River Wild with Kevin Bacon, or it was going to be the Brady Bunch movie. He was very upset because it was going to be the River Wild, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And they said, is it possible for me to get a private screening of the Brady Bunch movie? And she's like, no. She's like, well, then I will just sleep and I will dream of the Brady Bunch movie. <laughs> did, did they actually go to uh, Paris? No. They no, booked just, the flight, though. It was just though. a gag. Okay. Yep. They booked the flight. And it was like a one single ticket first class in 1995 to one a one way trip to Paris. I think it was. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but it was four thousand dollars. Yeah, that sounds uh, sounds about right in terms of those dollars. Yeah, four. But that was 000. back in the. I was going to say that was back in the day when somebody for customer service you almost never got hung up on. No. People were and, so tolerant back in those days and had to be. Well, it gets better. He even got on the phone with her manager afterwards and praised her for the wonderful customer service that she provided. <laughs> well, that was nice. Yeah. Like, but he's like, oh, well, this will be pickup. And they can't just say, well, we need a credit card like they do now. They just didn't do that back then. Mm-hmm. They trusted you. So, you know. This well-spoken 18-year-old dupes him into thinking that he's going to be picking up a fucking ticket for for uh, Paris, France tomorrow, uh, and drop and, and paying four grand right up front. <laughs> like just, it's like that's not going to happen. That flight that you book is dead. You know what I mean? But I mean, I'm sure that they recoup their losses really easily with that. Oh yeah, they had somebody I mean, that was probably waiting. Yeah, yeah. Airfare like, oh, okay. wasn't, uh, you know, or air travel wasn't uh, wasn't scary for for the same reasons it is after two thousand one at yeah. those times. It was scary right. for other reasons. It was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 